from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm with my BFF, Keon. How's your week? Uh, it was a good. It was a good week. Fast. Uh, yeah, had a lot of days on it. And uh, a lot of time. Have you gotten sick? This I've gotten sick. I'm not sick. I know. I know everyone in the lab is sick. Yeah, blaming but. Nick. No, not Nick. I'm blaming our plebs giving. It happened then. I don't know who was sick that day. Someone brought like the Latin American flu or something over <laughs> something. from El Salvador. <laughs> something, <laughs> something going on. Um, but uh, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Getting crazy here. We had we had a. Uh, a lot of people are visiting after El Salvador to Austin, which is cool. We had yeah. uh, Keith stopped by Seed Center. Uh, Keith from Seed Center. Oh, I mm-hmm. didn't know that. When did he stop by? Oh, man, maybe like two weeks ago or a week ago. It all feels the same. I didn't even know he was in yeah. here. He, I think I don't want to say too much. But anyway, we were able to talk to him. He was, he was, a, lot of, he was a lot of fun. Uh, I think he's doing the tours. I think, he, I think he saw him. He's going to Nashville next, I think. So, Wow. Seed Center tour. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a Japanese founder in here. I don't know if he wants us to talk about. I forget the name of it. I mean, I know the name, but I don't. I don't know what his like privacy standards so, are. Yeah, Austin was talking to him, um, but it's above my pay grade, unfortunately. Uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah, they build they build a product a product uh, for lightning. I don't want to say more and like dox them, uh, but uh, they, were, they were here, and it's cool. It's cool to see. People traveling through Austin and getting to meet a variety of builders. And I think that's, that's really cool. He yeah, said, he said, uh, some stacker news stuff got was circulating in the Japanese Bitcoin community, which I thought really? was cool. Yeah. I was like, Oh, cool. We reached Japan. Wow. <laughs> can you believe it? I, I can, I guess now. Yeah. Let's jump into the top five stories. The top five stories. Week. I didn't do a, a bunch of review this week, so you'll have to forgive me in advance, but I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, top story of the week is this post from our, uh, long lost friend, super test net. What? Really? Yeah. Uh, he created, uh, I had heard about this. He had told me about this. He created a coin join wallet named void and basically every spend, and every receive is a uh, coin join um, is my understanding. It only, it like only recognizes coin joins. So it's basically Monero built on top of a Bitcoin, uh, like gives you Monero like properties, but without the shit coin, basically using, using actually actual Bitcoin. Um, and so he gives a little demo video, which he's pretty, he's gotten pretty good at like, uh, he, he launches so many projects. He's gotten really good at knowing how to present them to people I like and, the how name, to, and how to pitch and how to pitch them. Um, and he does a great job here, but so this, you he's gotten, he's gotten that Murdoch spin. He's got a little bit of Murdoch spin. He's gotten, <laughs> he's, he's just gotten, he's, you know, you get, you do think you do something enough times. It becomes like you become a rock star at it. And he's really good at launching a project and uh, presenting it in a way that, people will consume it um, and, and they'll understand it. And he does a good job here. He also comments uh, on the post and writes up about it. Uh, good it, on him. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know where he is. He might, I think, I think last I heard he's on Mars and uh, <laughs> he traveled there and we don't know when he'll, he'll be back in Austin, but we hope to see him soon. So it's called void. It's called void. It's where he went. After he left Austin, 
Um, yeah, but it's called it's called void. So it's uh, he, just to use his words because I don't understand coin joins terribly well or like base layer Bitcoin super super well either, and I don't want to like say something that's terribly wrong. But uh, he said uh, this is a Bitcoin wallet designed around the idea of making every spend a coin join. Uh, I want it to do a coin join whether you send money, and I want it to accept money from wallets who sent money inside a coin join. So that's kind of the idea. Everything is coin joined. Um, he, he said mostly to dunk on Monero people. <laughs> yeah. So why did you do this? The first the first sentence is mostly to dunk on Monero people. <laughs> that's the thing about Super. Most people don't realize is that a lot of the things that he creates is for selfish reasons. And uh, and yeah, this is another example of him wanting to see something in the world and then creating it. But great creators do that, right? Great creators create the things that they want to see in the world. And then other people end up liking those those yeah. things. Yeah, they're scratching their own itch. Um, and this That's is why you created Second News. Yeah. Uh, Super Testnet is just very itchy. I think that's why <laughs> he's got, he has so many itches to scratch. Um, but he said another reason is he wanted a coin join wallet on mobile, is like another reason he created it. There's a few other reasons he lists in here why he created it. This is the top story of the week. This is the top one. Wow. Yeah. He got, uh, he got 37. A thousand sats. I mean, the ranking is now also influenced by the amount of tips on some level that a story gets. And so a lot of people tip this highly showing that they really appreciated it. And so it, it ranked higher. Um, awesome. Yeah. But uh, lots of cool stuff in here. We had some good back and forths. Uh, super, super test not doing this very interesting way of replying to people. I love that. Uh, which is fun. Um, and it's funny. You can hear his voice in it. I'm sure. Yeah, it uses, it uses Noster for uh, coordination, which is cool. Um, uh, Rijdale comes in and kind of summarizes it, but uh, coin join using Noster, mobile friendly, everything is a coin join, troll Monero people. <laughs> Checks and a lot of boxes. That's basically the TLDR. Checks yeah. a lot of boxes, looks neat, great project. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Pretty fun. I mean, the video is, the video is fun too. It has, it's not completely done yet. It's in like a, it seems like it's in like a, a void. A, yeah. And like a six, it's, it's getting out of the void. It's like in a 60 to 70% done area, I'd say for some of the stuff, but yeah, I can't wait to test it out this weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know much. I don't know much about this stuff, but pretty cool. Um, the next top story is, uh, Dergigi original. Um, oh, is this another new one or is this the same one from last week? Did we do one? Did we do this last I week? I could have sworn it was on last week's. It might have dropped. We might have. Um, Actually, I think you brought it up on your post. Oh, yeah. it might have been my top post. Anyway, yeah, this, just, was, yeah. this actually ranked uh, in the top post of the week, I think, because he posted on a Friday. So there's some overlap. But um, yeah, a, a good post about uh, how we use attention now f uh, for as a means of paying for products. And uh, it's kind of an outmoded thing because now we have digitally native currency and there's more that we can transmit uh, across the Internet than just attention. Now uh, we can we can transmit uh, real, real value. Uh, Dirty G also in this post and in this what was originally a Twitter thread that he rewrote here. Uh, he also talks about how, um, you know, he, he has this point about, uh, about digital goods and how the zero marginal cost of reproduction feature of, um, digital goods makes them, uh, not, 
not the same as you would expect with a physical product. Uh, and they need to be, there needs to be like a new paradigm for like paying for them and pricing them. And he's like, like Gigi is very big on this value for value thing. If, um, his, I read, uh, uh Gigi has some association with a venture capital firm and they have like a, a pretty extensive thesis around value for value that I found a uh, very good and, and speaks uh, to, I think Gigi's preferences here, but, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's kind of the same thing that if you look anywhere, like in any industry, they're all looking at OTT, right? Over the top. And it's one of the reasons why they brought back um, Iger to Disney. Like, I don't know if you heard this past week, but he, uh, he, he came back to CEO as Disney. And people are realizing is that there's this gap. You're talking about a billion dollars lost from Disney, their streaming platform, right? And then so when you look at something like Lightning Web, what we're doing here, like there's this gap, like that has to be filled. Like you, there's only, I think they have like 116 million subscribers, right? There's like what, four, 7 billion people on the planet. I mean, it, we're all trying to get to the same goal of getting everybody online, but by, by, by doing that, you still need that bridge. That's going to fill in that gap. And I think lightning can solve a lot of it. Now, is it going to, is it going to fix everything? I don't think so, but it'll at least fill in that gap that people are missing. Um, because at, at the end of the day, I mean, everybody knows this. You have to have a media company. Like if you're if you're not doing in-house media at this point and you're, and you're a Bitcoin company or even just any company in general, uh, you're losing. You're losing the ground game, personally. That, that's it. That's... But um, I think this is, this is right on, man. But I think Bitcoiners just see this earlier than everybody else do, does. But um, they're waking up, man. They're waking up. Yeah. I mean, I think I think... I think this is, I mean, I definitely see this as being true. I don't know if I agree with Gigi and full. I think there are other, uh, sort like, I don't, I don't think paywalls are completely useless. I think he's right that if a piece of content is valuable enough behind a paywall, it will break free. But I think there will people who still want the easy path through, uh, the paywall. It's like, kind of like, you know, you can go through a gate in a, in your access to a garden, or you can jump over the wall and get access to the garden. It doesn't mean that you won't use the gate. I think there are, there are lots of people who would, who just use the gate. They like the path that's provided to them rather than like having to chart their own. And so I don't know if I agree entirely that there's like no utility in a paywall, but honestly, dude, I even think ads are going to make a comeback. Like you, you can see a point to where you have, uh, some of these platforms, um, utilizing ads in a different model, maybe lightning ads. Like I know there a lot of people are working on that in the space, but that could also fill the gap. Um, yeah. Fountain has a really interesting model around their ads. You like listen to, uh, an ad on Fountain. you, you listen to an ad on fountain and you get paid to listen to it, which is really cool. So if you have a podcast, you can pay users to listen to it and potentially build a habit in for them listening to it. And that's kind of cool. Uh, and you know, there's probably a lot more opportunity for that. I mean, we saw that with brave obviously and their bad token and stuff, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, I think, I think something, things like this will emerge. Um, anyway, interesting post. I, I really like the, I really like the, uh, you know, uh, picking a fight with attention economies. I kind of hate them. Um, I think they're really, they're kind of disgusting because it's just, it's just, it's like a limited resource and like trying to monetize it 
it when people don't realize it is kind of gross. But anyway, uh, good one. Good post from Gigi. We won't have to, we don't have to talk about it more than that. The next top post is this one from, uh, Mr. Giorgio. Uh, he published uh, lightning or him and his, him and a team of people published lightningprivacy.com, um, which great domain. Uh, yeah. Which is a great domain. I'm sure they paid, many sats for it or, or not, maybe not. I, I mean, I think the lightning domains are right, sitting on it for a while. The lightning yeah. domains are pretty, pretty available right now. If, if you were a domain squatter, get them. But I, I wonder if they bought lightningprivacy.gay. Did they buy that one? If they didn't. Oh, you should get on that one. Look out. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's coming for you. Uh, yeah, but it's so lightningprivacy.com. It's like, a it's basically an exploration of, uh, ask like the, the, the dimensions of lightning privacy. You kind of have, uh, like places where privacy is breached normally and, or ways to like improve privacy. So like routing analysis is a place where lightning privacy can be breached. Um, and they, they have like a bunch of mitigations like PTLCs, um, timing delays, uh, and a number of other kind of uh, things here. I haven't read the whole thing. So I'm like, not, I, I'm unfortunate. This is one thing I was like trying to catch up on right before this, but, um, yeah, There's, cool. It went pretty in depth. Huh? Yeah. It goes, it goes very, it goes very far into each of these things. Talks about, uh, channel coin joins. So like coin joining into a lightning channel to get some privacy so that your UTXOs for your lightning channel are kind of nice and nice and private. Um, yeah, we have uh, Ellen Vortex because um, Ben Carmen, the author of Ellen Vortex, is one of the authors of uh, the Lightning Privacy Group, um, along with others. Is, I don't does wanna... anybody did anybody sponsor this or who? That's okay. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah it was uh, this work is graciously funded by ZK Snacks, Dan Gershoni, and Wasabi Wallet. Wow, good on them, man. Yeah, supporting supporting the real ones out here. And the authors, let's just give them a special. Yeah. Look at real quick. Uh, yeah. yeah. We can give them another, a peek so here. It looks like it was, did I Tony, scroll over it? It was all the way down where it said, uh, yeah. So it looks like it was Ben the Carmen. Oh, Evan, Max, Paul and Tony. Paul and Tony. Wow. Good on them. Yeah. Way to go guys. I love it. The true crew there. They also go into uh, blinded pass and trampoline routing. Uh, which that's part of the team that did uh mutiny. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. Uh, they keep doing, they keep, I feel like every week they're releasing something new, uh, and awesome. And I hope they keep it up forever. Um, yeah, I don't, unfortunately I don't have much to say on it cause I haven't looked in depth. I mean, some of these concepts are familiar to me, but I'm not sure all together. I like the, I like the little it. logo there. That's cool. Do you see the logo? It's oh, like a the, neighborhood watch, but with a lightning bolt in there. Yeah, that is a cool logo. I'm sure that was Paul. Good job, Paul. Nailed it. Paul's that great, that great uh, touch. Um, the next top story is Anon Sats. Um, so this one's a bit, a bit hard to grok. I, this is what I, this is what I was, tr I was like trying to get a little deeper understanding of um, also before we started. Oh, what is this? Uh, yeah. So what this, this, this is built on top of cashew. And so you can kind of think of it, it basically gives you 
you can you can pay to you can pay to a lightning address, and I believe what you have underneath is cashew tokens, and then so you can uh, you can but then you can send out of those cashew tokens into into back into lightning and 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 Bitcoin and stuff. So uh, you're familiar with um, Fetty Mint, well, yeah, and yeah. Mints, and Cashew. Yeah, um, that's basically what 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 this is using, like kind of underneath. So it's kind of it's storing your stats or your Sats in an eCash in eCash token, swapping tokens and under swapping the, under in the and out. Yeah, so it okay. doesn't it doesn't. My understanding is, I mean, why I think this would be useful if this is the way it works is they don't know your balance of uh, eCash tokens. You're kind of, you're paying, I believe what you're doing is you're, you're creating a lightning address, you're paying sats into it, it gets create, create, turns into eCash tokens. And then you can do a variety of things with that as a receiver uh, from that lightning address. So is this from Fetty or? No, this is built on an an alternative. uh, uh, This is built on Cashew, which is like a non-federated eCash mint uh, project or server. Um, Built by Cali, uh, BTC on Twitter, um, but it has like one. It has one authority on there, and and not and it's not federated. Like one signer. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. It. It's kind. It. There's so many layers here. I didn't. I didn't have time to go through it. And they they created a video to kind of explain it. Um, but I couldn't. I wanted to grok exactly how how things were working here. Um, okay, so it looks like you have the ledger, lightning channels, Ellen bits, and then the mint, and then on sets on top. Yeah, these are the layerings, but I'm not in particular this post announced. So you can get a throwaway, a burner lightning address. But what happens when you pay to the lightning address? That's what I was kind of trying to figure out. I know there's cashew involved somehow. Um, but I'm not sure, and yeah. well, we can we can we can talk about it next week too as well. Yeah, maybe I'll always, understand yeah. it then. It, yeah, if it's no, no, I'm just saying like maybe we can, you know, test it out and then. Sometimes you gotta let these projects breathe a little bit, you know, before it really starts um, becoming useful. Yeah, yeah, I'm, it's so cutting edge, dude. For sure, for sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but uh, maybe I'll have more to say on it next week. I mean, I have to write up about it tomorrow, so I'll probably understand it by then. And so look out for the newsletter. Uh, uh, the next top story is uh, this AMA from Bold Card. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Um, it was uh, pretty good. Uh, I didn't I didn't know much about Bold Card. I knew I had heard about them in the not ecosystem. Bolt, right. Not Bolt, but Bold. Okay. Old, they're they're building a credit card where that you can collateralize with Bitcoin. So you can your credit limit is based on the amount of Bitcoin collateral you put up, and it additionally affects your uh, your interest rate, I believe. Although they don't they don't give they don't have any details on the interest rate yet, hmm. which makes me think they don't they might not they might be farther from release than. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're launching in 2023. So they might not even know what the interest rates are likely going to be. They're probably looking for banking partners and stuff and, and figuring that out now. But I, I was like, I asked them in the comments, like what, what the interest rate on their credit card is going to be. And they said, uh, 
How does bold make money? That's the first question. Yeah. So the first top question is from now, he says, how does bold make money? And they say from the transaction fees. So like a traditional credit card, they're making money on the transaction fees. Uh, and then some of the transaction fees that they get, they get, they reward back in sats. Kind of like, uh, this is how Fold, I imagine, rewards uh, their customers back with sats as they take a large portion of the transaction fees and put those back into sats. Um, Do you think that's a fair question right now in Lightning? Why not? Okay. Just ask. All questions are fair. I don't. What question isn't fair? Just like a, a new a new lightning company company getting built. Uh, I was talking. About, the reason I bring it up is because I was talking about it with Tristan this week on the pod, and um, you know, it's I, I'm I'm wondering if we're so early, if it's fair to ask these lightning companies, what's your uh, yeah, how are you going to make money? But you're saying it's more than fair. Yeah. I don't, why wasn't it fair? Any questions fair? Like if someone well, asked see, me if I'm wearing a, boxes or briefs, I'm not going to, what am I going to take off my you gloves? You see a lot of fiat companies, you know, start a lot of fiat startups and like, they don't even bring up like, how are you going to make money? It's just a, uh, well, it's a fair question. I mean, you don't have to have an answer, but it's a fair question <laughs> for someone to ask. Oh, you're saying, okay. So that's what I meant. I meant like, like, is it a fair question to ask and should you have an answer? I mean, you should be, if you're a startup and you want someone to give you money in the hopes of you being able to return it to them, then you should probably have some idea of how you might potentially make money, but it doesn't have, you know, you, you, no one can predict the future. You can't predict the future of your company either, but you, you should be at least capable of imagining potential ways you can make money as a startup. Otherwise, I don't like the opportunity might present where you can make money and you don't take it because you are incapable of thinking it. So you have, it's when an investor asks you a question like that, they're just like, can you demonstrate the normal cognitive faculties to uh, determine how a business like yours would make money? Um, it's not, I mean, it's not. Okay. So it's fair. It's totally it's fair. more than fair. I mean, okay, I, good. what I don't, I mean, like uh, uh, startup founders who get anyone who's like offended by, a question like that, just, it, uh, I don't, I don't, it doesn't make a bunch of sense to me because it's, uh, that seems like a more than fair question. It's not like, like, you know, what's your, like, how do you and your girl like get, you know, get it on? Like, they're, like, what's your preferred? Okay. Uh, now we deviate. I get it. I get it. I you get know it. what I mean? You're hitting, you're hitting it. You're hitting it hard. There's, there are questions that are inappropriate. And this one, this is not <laughs> so one of them. So I just, I'm just curious. Cause it was like the first question. Stackers are sniffing through it. Yeah. How are you making money? Yeah. People are curious and it, it shows like how they might be conflicted or, or it tells you a lot about like how a product plans to make money tells you a lot about what the product will eventually become. Like if you, like if Twitter said that they didn't know when they first started, but they said that they were going to make money on ads. That's, uh, that kind of tells people, okay, they're monetizing me as a person at my attention. They're not, they're not like, they're not asking me to pay for it. They're not providing such a, such a great service that I'm willing to pay for it. Um, they're monetizing the, the time that I spend there. And so you might have different feelings towards Twitter uh, in a world where you understood that. And I think that's what, what most people are trying to get at when they're trying to, and, the, or the, and then a lot of people on Stacker News are like building products and they're, you know, how can my product make money? I'm going to borrow from you how you imagine you're going to make money. It's good. Was another reason to ask that. What uh, other questions were they asking? A lot of other stuff about like how how their collaborative custody works. So uh, my understanding is uh, 
Bolt, Bolt has a, one of the keys uh, for this collaborative custody arrangement. Hmm. Um, another person who has a key is a, they call it a key agent, which I believe is a bank that is willing to hold the key. So they're like, they're kind of an escrow agent. And then you, you hold the key. So no one, so Bolt can't spend your Bitcoin without you. Um, you can't spend your Bitcoin or they can spend, they can only, Bolt can only spend your Bitcoin uh, with the assistance of the key agent without you. And you can only spend your Bitcoin with the assistance of either Bold or the key agent as well. And so it, it is like this nice escrow arrangement and it kind of ensures that, you know, no one by themselves is going to take money and go away. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like a lot of collaborative custody arrangements you see, but it's more akin to like an escrow system. Uh, and that's how that works. They say, uh, there was another one. There was another question about like, what are some of KYC question? There's a lot of KYC stuff. I asked them about KYC too. And they said they have to do it. It's like, it's like, uh, table stakes for a credit card. Like there's no way to get a go get in the credit card system without KYC. So they're like, you have to do it. Sorry. Um, another question people asked is, uh, what are some of the, what are some of the risks, I guess, of using a, a big, a collateral, like a, this is like a secured credit line with Bitcoin. And I said with Bitcoin specifically, the volatility of the fiat price will affect your spending limit or your credit or the, you know, your credit line. So if, if Bitcoin price drops a lot, your credit, uh, like the credit that you're good for is like lower. And so if you have like outstanding, an outstanding balance that exceeds that, you might get margin called like any, any kind of like loan product. Oh man. But it's still, I mean, it's still cool for like, uh, you know, someone who has bad credit, um, this is a way for you maybe to get back into a credit based system where you, you actually, but you have, you hold Bitcoin, you have bad credit, you are trying to build your credit worthy up worthiness again. You need access to credit for some reason. This is something you could do. Um, and you have a low, I guess you do have a, and another, th- another aspect is you have a lower interest rate. And so if you plan on keeping a balance, you're not going to pay, I don't know what yep. a credit card rate is like 20% or 14%. It's where crazy. They, where are they based out of? Do we know? Um, I don't know. I think oh, okay. it might be like with FinTech. I always think of like San New York San city or Stanford. yeah. Uh, well, we can go. Can't under. wait to see, uh, what happens doesn't say on their website where they're from. I would change that guys. Let me know what I want to know when I go to a product page before I start giving them my personal details is like, who are you? I want your personal details before I give you mine. That's one of the things I think about anyway. Yeah. Um, my, t- so my uh, car doesn't have a top story this week. He's been, been, busy, been sorry and sick, been a busy, sick man. Uh, I have one and it's, uh, it's this Casa adding, uh, East support. Is, Love scandal is my top story. It was also the next top story in the top overall. So what did you think? So, so basically, what happened is Casas. You don't know what this is, like a multi-sig collaborative custody thing. So, what what they do is uh, they hold one of your keys. You hold your key, and then typically your hardware wallet. It's basically what Unchained does. Uh, the only difference is they sell like packages, and uh, they actually have like I think they have a, a profit, right? Not that Unchained doesn't. It's just that Casa has like a yeah. Functioning thing that you can pay into. 
for that access. Well, they um, have an ongoing fee. I think it's like a year, well, yeah. yearly cost. I used for- to actually use Casa, like when I did, was a you know poo-poo coiner and stuff. So I, I kind of know how it works and stuff. And I used to pay for it. But uh, they were only Bitcoin only. Uh, and then today, or what was it? This week, uh, yeah. they announced that they're Ethereum as well. Uh, and Jameson Lop um, was fighting everybody on Twitter like 300 defending this. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What did, did you he, think? Did he actually defend it? I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, he did. He was like, is these all, he's basically at the end, I just remember seeing it the other a couple of days. He was like, is this all the questions you guys have? It was like a meme. Oh. <laughs> it was just like, it was like, I wow. Didn't, yeah, I don't, I didn't read more of his, like the, his reasoning or whatever um, behind it. And that might be useful, but I just thought, it, I thought it was a interesting story. I mean, I think, you know, he, uh, a lot of companies like Casa will probably end up doing this. Um, in Casa's case, they have a limited market of, you know, people who are holding Bitcoin. It's, you know, that's one size market. And then the people who are holding Bitcoin and ETH is probably a larger size market. And so that's what they're doing. They're, they're making that trade off. They're going to support ETH holders and all the downside risk of doing that. In addition to, you know, uh, losing support of Bitcoiners and, uh, you know, perhaps some security trade-offs in kind of, um, so this might be a dumb question, but yeah. I've been out of the, the crypto game for a while now, but, um, I thought, I thought all Ethereum was like proof of stake now. So how, how are you, if, if it's staked, how are you actually, see, this is where I feel dumb for asking this question. Uh, I mean, so the proof of stake only has to do with the consensus on like what block is, uh, getting added to the chain. That's basically what, what proof of stake is. So you have, but, th- but there's still, you still have all, but don't of, you have your staked ETH in, but not, not every ETH holder is a staker. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so, okay, like, saying. so like the, an ETH holder is just like a, you know, on, it's a very different accounting system, but like, is kind of like a Bitcoin holder. But, but aren't they, aren't, aren't, isn't Casa just going to then stake your ETH? <laughs> No, like they can't. The scenes, they behind can't. the scenes, though? they can't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So if they're, I mean, if they're using, if they're using ETH, like, or they're going to be um, collaboratively custodying ETH, like they do with Bitcoin, they can't do anything with your your ETH or your Bitcoin in this case. I mean, not that anyone watching this has any ETH anyway, but I don't know. It's it is just an it's interesting thinking through uh, um, the thoughts that they had while making this decision and. Uh, you know, cause it is, there's a, v- a variety of trade-offs and, and things to this. And I, you know, I, I mean, I think, it, I think it's the, I think it's the wrong, I mean, in, in, in a certain way, I think it's the wrong call cause it's not a decision I would make. On the other hand, if you're, if you're trying to grow, if you're, if you're, all you care about is your business, like if your business is, is the most important thing to you and that growing, then this makes sense for that business. Like if, but like, but you see you, what's weird is you see someone like Lop, who you know, doesn't hold any Ethereum and thinks, and thinks poorly of people that do. And thinks that, and thinks that, decision then. yeah. And thinks that, thinks that Ethereum probably puts a lot of people's like wealth at risk, but he's still on some level like validating it because it makes his business money. And, and that, that to me, it's a, it's an ethics trade-off. And then, I mean, but you see this also with Trezor. So, um, 
Pavel, we had Pavel on for an AMA and he's like, I only hold Bitcoin. I'm a Bitcoin maximalist, but he runs, he's, I, he's like one of the co-founders of Trezor and they support every Ethereum token under the sun. Basically. You see this with VCs, you see this with mining companies, like they, they mine or they were mining crap coins. Uh, you see it in the VC space where they do VC Bitcoin projects. They also do, you know, poo poo projects. I mean, it, it's living a fiat world, man. These are fiat times. Well, it is. I mean, that's just, that's, what's kind of interesting about it. It's like sort of a, it's, it's like a fiat decision by someone, you know, isn't, isn't really a fiat person. And so you wonder what like factored into his reasoning around it. Not that he's the only one making the decision. Cause he's not even the CEO. I don't believe he's like CTO or something. It's just a, it's just a bottom line decision. Yeah. Uh, for the, Who, for the and also, you. I mean, this is just me speculating. I would imagine Ethereum Foundation gave him some money behind the scenes. That's what I think. I no. Be, I, dude, you don't, there's no way you do this unless they're giving you some money behind the scenes. I'm telling you, that's, if, I was, if I was researching this, like if Carr was doing crypto research, I would go find that out. Somebody knows. I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. Dude, how many times have we been offered poo-poo coins? I've never been offered a poo-poo coin. I've been offered it. I've always said no. There you go. Someone look it up. Has he said no every time? We'll see. Um, yeah. I'm sure. Bring the receipts. Uh, so this, we're getting into supers, super stat segment super stat of the week. Top users. And uh, so top spenders of the week. I spent quite a bit. Um, Haiti spent the next amount. Uh, then we have Y. We have just smile. By the way, if you don't like being in the segment, you can now go in your settings and hide yourself from this, uh, this top list of users. It's like there for you to do. I know, I know some people that already did this. Um, not the one I was thinking. And probably not. Maybe, maybe so, but I don't know. Uh, just smile. Another, another, uh, sat whale. And then Gigi also came in and, and spent quite a bit. Way to go Gigi. Yeah. Gigi chipping in, uh, Stacker coin. What Darth coin make, Can a, you believe made a, it? made a huge comeback this week on stacker news. Whoa. Came in hot, came in hot. He's an OG stacker, an OG stacker made it stacked 106,000 sats. Good on you, Darth coin. You've always been one of my favorites. Definitely a wild one. He, he's really down on stacker news. All these 97, yeah. these 97 comments he left this week were mostly him crying about <laughs> really? how, Let me see. how stacker news is like, what? When? When is did he turn? in decline or something. What did he say? Stacker news is not free speech is <laughs> paid with your sats. There is where too many, not to get any, nothing is free on Bitcoin road. And when you pay for something, you have more rights. So what is he saying? Unforeseen uh, X or Y rules. Dude, what is he talking about? Anybody's free to say whatever they want on stacker news. Is that I'm one of, I'm yeah, one of the first was. users of SN. I really love SN posted and posted a lot. a lot, but lately it is really invaded by loan content LARPers and shit coiners that are bashing you all the time for being a toxic maxi. I don't know about that. I mean, I think people, people have a bit of a response. I remember to him Darth fighting Coin. with a lot of yeah, people. He, he, like a year he's been fighting. I'm not going to say a year. It's been almost a year at this point where he's been back and forth with fighting people. This is where dude, you need to make subs, man. Uh, Darth, Darth can get his own sub or something. I, this is where I think that's fit. He's, I mean, if he, if one user is complaining about the, 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 um, the, the posts that are showing up now versus what they were showing up a year ago, 
something to take notice. And Darth Coin is he's he's an OG stanker. I mean, I don't I don't think he's really complaining about the post. I mean, there are posts in recent that are low quality, but they're if you created subs that was like invite only, it would be cool, man. Yeah, I mean, it's there's trade-offs with creating a sub. Like one of the things I'm you know, you kind of want a lot of friction to build up in an early product for it to really like catch fire. Yeah. And so that's part of, you know, if you diffuse it with a bunch of subs, you know, potentially it never catches fire at all. And so, and plus it, it, it forces everyone to really make the content great on the front page. And that's where all of the, all of the noise is getting filtered into uh, so like you're very clear you signal. Subs, there's there would only be certain subs. There would only be noise. It would only, can't you just grab from different subs then? Like, well, I mean, maybe, but this is like the, the, there's like more to this decision than just why not create more landscape for people to roam into. It's because then you won't run into anyone and there, you'll be lonely. Maybe uh, Darth Coin wants his lonely sub. Maybe he does. <laughs> just go to stackernews.com/slash/darthcoin and then sub or sub slash darkcoin. He has his own room. I don't know. I think he likes getting in fights with shit coiners on some level, maybe. Oh, yeah. Keep getting, look how much he stacked, though. That's true. He stacked Good on you. Yeah. I mean, that just proves a point right there that you can go on Twitter and uh, fight with shit coiners there uh, and not make any money, but at least you're on Stacker News and you're fighting with shit coiners. You're making some stats. Yeah. Next top stacker is Jurgigi. Uh, Nifty stacked quite a bit, I think, with uh, her uh, conference announcement. Um, super obviously stacked you quite stacked a bit. Some more too. Heisenberg, Who's I, Heisenberg, Heisenberg did those great posts last week about uh, um Ellen URL auth, uh, and then yeah. also the Lightning implementation proportion. Yeah, I love that, which was really cool. Another another addition to Super's Super's segment stat segment is uh, uh user analytics for the week. So we have we. We enhance these a little bit so you get a little more clarity. But you kind of see where people are stacking. It looks like rough, you know, middle of the week we're peaking. A lot of uh, wow sats came Look in at you. like earlier in the week. Look at you, bunch of builders. Bunch of builders we have, and then spenders. We're getting about two hundred spenders a day uh, yep. through the through the course of the week, which is pretty awesome. And then it's looking like you know we're at around maybe twenty five. Uh, on average registrations a day, which it's is good pretty to see, cool. man. It's good to see a lot of projects um, making announcements on here, man. It's, uh, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It is pretty cool. I'm looking forward to them announcing the winners of, uh, found app suspended from Twitter. Did you see oh, that? Yeah. Breaking. So breaking news on, uh, on Stacker news. We should have a breaking segment. What? Here. What happened? Um, that they, one. yeah. What happened there? What did this happen? They're suspended, suspended from, from Twitter. Twitter. Oh, Whoa. yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, I certainly hope this was a mistake. Twitter is broken. Someone said, I'm sure it's a mistake. Uh, was it Spotify that couldn't take the troll? Oh, oh really? What did, <laughs> did Oscar troll Spotify? Uh, did I, they? Apparently it's back. So, okay. There you go. Yeah. I'm looking forward to my Spotify top 2022. Did you? Oh, you don't listen to Spotify. No, I'm like one of those boomers that uses Apple Music. Oh, dude, I can't wait to. I haven't unwrapped it yet. It's like unwrapped. It's what? one of my treats this weekend. Is like because every every year you listen like all this music on Spotify, and then at the end of the year they give you like your ultimate 2022 playlist of like what they think you you would like and like what you listen to. So 
Wow, every, that- every year, dude, like my my every year my playlist is a banger. It's just like wow. So all so like all your list all your listening over the year gets built up and it like trains some algorithm for them to pick mm-hmm. new music that you might some like. Some new music, but mostly stuff that you've liked. I see. Yeah. I see. And it's kind of cool because you can be like, oh, I remember when I liked the song. Like, oh, and you remember that that what that that looked like in your head when you heard that song. It brings you back to yeah, dude, music's life. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that about Spotify. But that yeah, Spotify sense. is good. I think Fountain's doing the same thing too, but with podcasts. So, Oh, anyways. that's a great idea. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Good stuff, man. Yeah. That's uh, all I got. You got any Airbnb updates? Uh, nothing real. I'm probably moving away from it next year, but because I just can't stand it anymore. Actually, the host uh, texted me right before this started because I complained to my landlord and then they had my landlord got pissed at her and then... Oh. Anyway, there's a lot of beef going on there, but, uh, don't, don't stay in Airbnbs, uh, in neighborhoods. If you are, if you do be a good person, that's my, yeah. that's my message for you. Or barbarian will happen to you. Yeah. I would also say, uh, too, I just want to drop this out. Um, we're doing a toys for tots club drive here at Plub lab. So if you have any, if you're in Austin and you have any unwrapped, uh, or wrapped or is it unwrapped? I think yeah, it's unwrapped toys. For you know all the kids out there here in the central Texas, feel free to bring them by Plub Lab. We'll be doing that till the thirteenth of this month, where we have to drive over there and take them. Toys for Tots. Can you believe it? I cannot. Yeah. We'll see you next time, Stackers. Zap.